Thank you, Holy Spirit. We give you praise. Greetings once more in the name of Jesus. We give thanks to the Lord for the hot South African Sunday. Uh, it's a good day. We greet all of our churches across the world. And we celebrate our pastor in Cape Town. Happy birthday in Jesus' name. Happy birthday. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, we are going to share the word of God. We appreciate the listeners on Peli FM. We hope you have been growing and maturing together with us. Uh, God is gracious. And for all of our people across this continent, we bless you. Today we are teaching. We are supposed to continue with partnering with your community. I think it's a, it, it will be a subject for a camp, partnering with your church. But today I wonder, because we have to finish, we have been on this. We are teaching on partnering with the world. So I'm going to use interchangeable talking to the world and to the church at the same time. But I think the message has affected me. So don't take it personal when I become personal. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, we are teaching on uh, partnering or participating in the world. It's very important as a people and as a nation and as a church to understand that our world is not only us. There are many people who are very narrow in their worldview. You cannot think beyond your tribe. Amen. You cannot think beyond your locality. And that is a disadvantage. It's a very poisonous substance. Any person who thinks only of South Africa, who thinks only of their province, who only think about his own family, you are naive and backward. We are part of the global community. And you have to have a very broad understanding that our world is influenced by others. We, we are what we are because others have imposed themselves on us. May the Lord be with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning. We lift up your name. We pray. Help us today that, Lord, we may understand our place in the world. That we are not just born in a village. We are not just born in cities just to stay there. But, Father, we pray as we have been impacted by others, that it is our turn, Father, to go out, to make an impact, to leave a footprint, to transform nations in your name. We thank you, Father, for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. There are a few things that makes people to change their life. We call them life-altering events. Most people have not encountered life-altering events. I can tell you why I became a pastor. I had my life encounter. And even today, I'm fully convinced. So, I want to challenge you that your heart may be open. Partnering with the world. Participating in the world. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. I'm going to be fast today. Amen. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. 1, verse 8. 
But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem in all Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the world. The commission God has spoken in the book of uh, Matthew 28. He says, go and make disciples of all nations. So any Christian who has no world view is not really a Christian. If you are born in your village, you married in your village, and you are digging your own grave, I'll be, I will be buried here. You are not serious. You must never desire to be buried in your, in your, where you were born. I don't know Amen. You, are, you are hearing what I'm saying. I say, you must have the great commission in your heart. That when you appear before God, you'll be able to say, I have tried. I've done my bit. Hallelujah. Amen. Number one. God love has always been universal and individual in nature. So I want you to understand the love of God is universal and individual in nature. So God loved the whole world but he loved me in particular. I don't know if you understand. In the midst of many I am special in God. I am the apple of his eye. Amen. I am in his attention. So if you miss that part, you will, you will compete with people you are not supposed to compete with. Yes, he loves us universally. But he's got an individual attention. He gives his love individually to us. I have responded to the love of God. I said, God loved the whole world. But me, I responded to, to Jesus. I responded to the love of God. As an individual, because I heard him speak to me individually. Your love is plural. Your You have not loved before. I You see, if you fall in love, really. You can't fall out of love. I, I always say, you, you better... You see, there are people I, I love personally. It is their problem when they miss my love. You see, God loves you. But it is your response to that love that will give you the best of what God is. So our number one is that God's love has always been universal. Everybody, God loves them. But God loves us individually. John 3.16 Under that, that subtitle I've got uh, how many? Five points. Amen. God's love is universal and individual in nature. Number one. We are talking about partnering with the world. Please. I'm trying to take it spiritual so that I don't become too political. Amen. Nations work together to demonstrate understanding that they share the same destiny and security. So, 
as a church and as a country. We say nations work together to demonstrate understanding. We, taught, we were teaching on divide and rule when we were teaching on partnering with your community. The same is true. If South Africa is to move forward, if the Church of Jesus Christ is to move forward, and if Emmanuel Christian Church is to move forward, we need others. We need others. Did you hear what I said? If you are going to succeed, you are going to succeed. Never be deceived that because I'm educated now. I have, I have my education. I have my powerful job. I don't need any person. You are naive. I said, nations gather because they, they have discovered they have a common destiny. All, all churches we have a common destiny. It's foolishness for churches not to work together. Yes. Mm. It's counterproductive. Amen. It's anti-revolutionary. Amen. You get it? South Africa. South Africa. Has an advantage. In advantage. If it works with SADC countries. countries. But did you know that uh, African countries don't work together? Continent Africa, We'll come there. That's why we are poor. By the way, we have been made poor. <laughs> You people don't know. Okay, number, number two. Okay, let me give you a verse. Romans 5, verse 8 and 9. But Romans 5, verse 8 and 9. But God demonstrated this love towards us. In that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than having now been justified by his blood. We shall be saved from wrath through him. Those who work together. The Bible says God demonstrated his own love towards us. You don't only work with people that are better. You look even for people. The Bible says while we were yet sinners. God saw us as good partners with him. Listen, if you are not born again. I want to say to you, you must make your decision today. While we were sinners, while we had nothing to offer, God offers eternal life. He gave us the best of what He is. You get everything you want. Listen, if, 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 you, if you get married, I'm going to be stereotyping. Forgive me if, if I offend you. Traditionally and culturally, when a woman gets married, she gets more. I mean, I, I'm talking where I come from. Maybe it's not the same with your culture and your tradition. Do you understand? She gets a house she never built. And all the good things that the man has accumulated over the years. When you come to God, you get everything that God is. While you were a sinner, while you are written off, why nobody takes you serious? Suddenly your status has changed. Three ways until death do us part. And you put a, a wire or whatever around your finger. <laughs> for the rest of your life. Can you imagine? Somebody marries you to work for you. 
But modern women, they don't understand that. They say, we are Beijing woman. Everyone works for himself. I always say, if you work, praise the Lord. Amen. But uh, you will succeed without. Hallelujah. Amen. Number two, we are talking the universal love of God. Amen. Partnering, partnering with nations. Amen. Hallelujah. Number two. Nations collaborate to improve each other's economy. And the well-being to, ad- to advance safety and security. So I want to say to you, God loves us to improve our lives and those around us. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4 and 5. But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love, with which he loved us. You have to understand, when, when nations come together, there will be nations that are better than others. When churches come together, there are churches that are more advanced than us. So we don't come in the same way. We can't wait and say, the day when we are like, Roman Catholic will work with Roman Catholic. The day we are like Lutheran church, the, the day we are like Methodist, no, they have been ahead of us. They are our seniors. We are learning from them. We are copying. For them, there are things they might have lost. They need to look back to us and say, hey, these little ones, they are coming forcefully. May the grace of the Lord be with us. Ephesians gives us that understanding. Nation cooperate, they, they collaborate to improve each other's economy and to advance their safety and security. Let me give you a picture because I, you might not understand what I'm saying. Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. There is an, an, what, unrest, insecurity. It's difficult. Swaziland, what they call Swatini. Things have not been well. It is with the best interest of South Africa. Best interest dear South Africa. That those nations prosper and do well. In the process of that, we prosper ourselves. But I can see your xenophobic behavior <laughs> already. You see, the day you think, oh, we don't need Zimbabweans. Oh, we don't need Ethiopians. Oh, we don't need all these people. Uh, you will never advance in your life. Did you hear what I said? You need others to move forward. You cannot be built unless you build others. <laughs> Are you listening to what I'm saying? Okay, what number are we? Number three. Yes. Nations work together to foster peace, prosperity, and advancement of their regional, regional economy and the security of work for their people. Praise the Lord. Amen. This why I said this thing needs a camp. Second, second Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 16. Thessalonica, Babubedi, chapter 2 verse 16. Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and our God and Father who has loved us and, and given us everlasting consolation good hope by grace comfort 
your heart and establish you in every good work, word, and work. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So the nations, they come together to foster peace, prosperity, and advancement. If you go to Europe today, we call it stalemate. If you played chess before. Europe seems to be peaceful. But that's not true. The only thing that is keeping Europe peaceful, they've been fighting all their life. They formed this European Union. So they've got, they, they are fostering peace. But the other part is that all of them are nuclear power countries. Amen. Everybody has a deadly bomb. Amen. Can you imagine? All of us, we came with our guns and they are cocked and ready. Nobody wants to shoot. We are talking. You are talking. That's Europe for you. That's why I say people are deceived to say, oh, there is peace in Europe. I say, you don't read history. Some of the most violent nations are in Europe. War mongers, those who take peace from others, they are these Western nations. Okay, let's pass number four. Nations come together to secure their common destiny and posterity. John 1. First uh, John chapter four verse nine. Matomo, chapter four verse nine. In this, the love of God was manifested towards us. That God has sent His only begotten Son. That we might live through Him. So we need as a church and we need as a nation, specifically people of African descent. If you look at your neighbor. We are almost the same. Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. They speak Ndebele. They speak Shona. They speak Venda if you do this. No. And they speak Swana. I travel. You people don't travel. Let's see those who have passport, please. Lift up your hands. Don't lie. We are in church. <laughs> if you have a passport. <laughs> There is hope. If you have a passport, passport. there is hope. Amen. Yeah, I think one, one requirement for the membership of our church should be you must have a passport. You must come with your passport <laughs> to become a member of our church. You see, if, if your mind is not working well, You'll think South Africa is the biggest thing that ever happened. Okay. Let, let me burst your bubble. <laughs> you are really bad. Thirty years. You know thirty years. thirty years. You don't travel. I'm sleeping. I say, what we are experiencing now, <laughs> load shedding, load shedding, infrastructure de uh, destruction, <laughs> shanty town. Yes. We went to Mozambique recently. <laughs> two, two years ago. We visited one of our bishops. He's got a big cathedral. And then he built like our church, four-story, four-story building. A four-story building. His office right at the top. Office. When you are in his office, everything is mushengu, mushengu. You know mushengu. We are talking capital city, Maputo. Mushengu, zinc, thin houses, small, squalor. The the high 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 rise buildings. Like the ones you have here. Lift. You know, lift. Uh, lift. Like what was on the side. They take 
their refuse and they dump it in the in the in the what do you call it? The shaft. The, the lift shaft. You see the lift that goes up and down. When it stops working, they open the doors and they throw in all their rubbish in there. Oh, it's not far. We can go. Don't, don't behave like, oh, we are in the most <laughs> nice country. Okay, let's, let's move. Amen. You are, you are delaying me. <laughs> if you don't have a passport, passport, you are not serious. I'm serious. We will not take you serious starting from today. <laughs> oh, what, what kind of a world influencer are you mm. if you only have an ID? <laughs> that is not recognized by any other person. You can go anywhere if you pull your ID in Zimbabwe. They will arrest you. It, okay. it has no meaning. They will tell you, no, no, we don't recognize this thing. But when you pull out your passport, passport, they say you are talking. Praise the Lord. Amen. We are behind. South Africa is behind. You think you are advanced. When you look at Nigerians, Nigerians are more advanced than you think. 30, 40, 50 years. I know you don't like it. Because the media has painted Nigeria as wicked, crooked, criminals, drug peddlers, and whatever that is evil. It's because you don't travel. You need to go to Nigeria and go and see with your own eyes. Yes, a lot of things don't work. But we cannot measure ourselves with Nigerians. Amen. They are smarter. You can even see how they think. They think better. Amen. <laughs> we usually say, if you go to any country, and you don't find a Nigerian, don't stay there. Nigerians are a barometer <laughs> of the goodness of the land. If you find a Nigerian is working there, you oh, must stay there. Because they are the ones who prove the point. They are everywhere in the world. I went to China many years ago. And the people who helped me in rural China. I'm not, talking, I'm not talking Hong Kong. It was my brothers. Oga. Mm. <laughs> but since you don't travel, you think the few rotten potatoes. Then you. In Africa, you don't know, when, when America went into the bombing, when, what do they call it, call it what, 9-11, mm. I was traveling to America, it happened on the week after 9-11. In America, after that bombing, 9-11. You don't, you, you wouldn't like the, the kind, the way they treat us. Yeah. Black people on one side. But Babantu, one side. When we went to the, you know, the Escalade security, yellow, orange, whatever. Mm. When I look at the queue, line. yellow and orange, yellow and orange, is people of my pigmentation. Mm. Fortunately, the security officer who was doing the group I was in, was a person of African descent. He was an African-American. African-American. So he grew me, where do you come from? I said, from the motherland. I'm from the continent. <laughs> the tip of the continent. You get it? Amen. The person laughed. We started talking. And he didn't search anything. He just says, I can search your feet. You are not serious. 
Are you serious? Okay, you are delaying me. <laughs> number number two. Let's maybe let's try and push faster. Number two. We must not allow satanic. The, all the things we are talking were sub points of the universal and individual love of God. Number two. We should not allow satanic and devilish attitude to rule us and deny us the universal blessing. When, when all of us come together, we become more powerful, we become more effective, we become more blessed. The more you spend time with me, the more I spend time with you, we reduce the the, the fear that exists. I don't know if you are hearing what I'm saying. Psalm 133 verse 1. Behold one. how good and, and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. African unity is mandatory. There is power in working together. And churches must learn to do the same. Anointing, the unity releases anointing. Coming together will give us wisdom. Wisdom. When you say come to sell. Come to branch. Come to church. You become better for each and every meeting. Number three. Partnering with the world fosters unity among nations. And encourages the sharing of resources. Skills and unifies cultural exchange. Not this thing of us. Oh, September what? September 24. 24th September. You call it what? Cultural day. Heritage day. Heritage day. Then you come with your tradition. Then throughout the year you forget you are a Zulu. <laughs> Throughout the year, you forget you are Atswana. Throughout the year, you forget you are Ndebele. Until that day, somebody tells you, you'll only celebrate yourself. So every day we are English. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, look at you, how you are dressed. <laughs> Mr. English. <laughs> oh. Listen. If, if, if countries work together, they change culture and traditions. Number four, partnering in the world fulfills the Great Commission. Matthew 28, verse 19 to 20. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. Preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ goes beyond your township your city, your country, and even the continent. Amen. Oh, we must preach. The British, I always tell them, I say, you came to our country, we were enjoying ourselves, we were more wealthier, nobody was poor. Did you know that in Africa, most of our kingdoms, there was no poverty? More Africa, more emiwishonyare, nagahona budidi. We have a thing called Ubuntu. The families and relatives, the uncles, everybody takes care of somebody. But now today, I heard one of the most educated persons say, He says, I've gone to school by myself. This is an orphan. Somebody raised them up. I don't know if you understand. Now, when the, the relatives are in need, instead of taking it personally, to uplift them, I went to school by myself. 
You're calling cases for yourself. Okay. We're going to have communion at the end of this service. Why, are, why we are delayed and the continent of Africa is delayed? And then even in families, in churches. Number one. Brotherly jealousy and insecurity. Africa, this is a sickness. Yeah, insecurity. Yeah. I said insecure. No, you be insecure with yourself. Amen. Yes. They hide behind, nations hide behind national uh, integrity that we are a sovereign state. You look at Zimbabwe, every time you want to correct them, you say we are a sovereign state, we are managing our own affairs. Amen. There's no affairs they are managing. They are running everything to the ground. We are going for elections. You can choose the same people. It's your problem. Since I notice most of you have no passport. Some of us who have passport. You will be stuck here. We will be preaching the gospel somewhere. We will just, we will just fly out. We will live like we are going to buy bread. You know, going to buy bread. We live like this. And then get to the to the airport. And when you arrive at the airport, you say, "Is there any country where a passport, South African passport, is allowed without a visa?" We have almost 120, 150 countries that you can. You can arrive at the airport and say, "Give me and disappear. <laughs> You'll be waiting and say, ah, he just left just now, around 8 o'clock. I'm not coming back. I'm gone. Insecurity. Amen. Genesis chapter 4, verse 3 to 5. Genesis 4, verse 3 to 5. The Bible talks about the two brothers, Abel and Cain. Abel was generous. And Cain was stingy, was insecure. And he killed his brother. Some of us are suffering. Because we are progressing and prosperous. Amen. Yeah, everybody hates you. When, when they talk about a prosperous person, if you are an African, you have money. You are, you are a thief. When all you hold. Yes. You have, they have to investigate you. SARS must call you a couple of times. While they reach, they reach that we know. They benefited from colonialism. They benefited from apartheid. Those people will not be touched at all. Amen. Yeah, just succeed. In Africa, your sin is to be prosperous. <laughs> Number two, Africa and the church suffers because of the inability to recognize and appreciate the nation state. Listen, you have to learn to appreciate that somebody is better than you. And the nations need to appreciate that even though Eswatini is the smallest, tiny country, there's a lot South Africa can learn from Eswatini. But you have been raised by a wrong mentality. So you will not appreciate the people that are ahead of you. African leaders undermine each other. They've been made to believe in the big man syndrome. Every person is a chief. That's why even when we greet each other, hi, chief, hi, chief. I chief, nobody wants to submit to anybody. And that is why we are stuck where we are. They will leave leave a working country and go and learn from America, Europe. Can I burst your bubble? America has no best interest for Africa. 
Amen. Europe has no best interest for Africa. Amen. All the Western nations, including China now, the Western nation, China, they want to keep you where you are to, to make themselves rich through you. The Bible says, while the, 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 the beneficiary is a minor, Amen. a testator must be appointed. Let me put it to our, to our level. While you are a child, your affairs must be managed by somebody else until you are of age. The affairs of Africa are being managed by others because you are children. You don't like it, but it's true. We don't need foreign aid in Africa. Amen. Everybody's eating from our plate. We are too generous and too simple. Anyway, mm. let me not spoil my spirit. Amen. What number are we? Three. Africa and the church is a house divided against itself. What Europe has taught us, our inheritance from the Western world, is fragmentation. Amen. Individualism. Amen. Continues to destroy Africa and the church. And communities. I, don't, I know you don't like it. You have become too quiet. It's fine. <laughs> don't be deceived by political leaders. African political leaders, they are just wanting to be rich. We can use the Gupta, the state capture. How can somebody from outside employ you to steal from your own people and after you have stolen he gives you a card from the loot <laughs> and they call it tendering Amen. I don't even understand oh there are many billionaires it's a curse Yes. Mm. Fragmentation is our inheritance from Europe and America. Amen. Individualism. Every time the gift is elaborated, somebody says, I'm leaving. I have my own gifts. I'm going to do my own thing. In Africa, if the country seems to be loved by the world, people will not cooperate with their rich. I can give nations like Botswana, South Africa, Namibia, who will take advantage of the neighbors and enter into deals that are detrimental to our continent Amen. for their own individual benefit. And people get houses in Europe and uh, they even when they lose the money, they hide it. They hide it in Europe, in, uh, in uh, Switzerland. Amen. Mabutu says he He had more money than anyone could say. I don't know you understand. He owned Congo and it's not the only one. If you knew the story of Congo. Okay, let me, let me give you a picture. Uh, I'm jumping my notes. We are going to evil nations. Amen. During, during, during the, the liberation of Africa. Any any leader who was a liberator, they were killed. I know you don't know your history. But the few, I'm going to give you a few names that maybe you might not even know. This is written, you can find, you can, please don't Google now, I know you have access to Google. Please, listen to me, you'll Google when you finish. Amen. I, I got this material from a newspaper called The Guardian. Amen. They've been existing for over 200 years. Amen. Kwame Nkrumah of Ghana was ousted by Western nations 
in a coup in 1966. Are you listening? Amen. Almaka Gabriel, leader Al of West African Liberation Movement against Portugal of the African Party for the Independence of Guinea, Cape Verde. Uh, anyway, they wrote as well in, 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 in French, so my French is not good. Guinea-Bissau and Cape Verde was assassinated in 1973. Amen. Lumumba in 1961. Lumumba in 1961. All this is Western nations. You see, if Congo works, we, we will be the most richest people on earth. Anyway, we are the most richest people on earth. But we just need the tribal Lots, the tribal lots in Congo to realize we are brothers. <laughs> I don't know if you understand. I guess you can appreciate. I mean, you can you can realize the the current fights between the ruling party. Amen. If we if we look for it, there are foreign powers involved. Mm. Because if these people work together, the country we have gold, we have diamond, call it we have it. <laughs> but if we fight soon, <laughs> Northwest will be fighting. And then the businessmen in between, the European nations, Western nations. The Western nations. Okay. I gave you a few, a few names. Amen. I can give you a few examples. Under evil nations. We, we, these nations, we do business with them. We love them. <laughs> the Bible says, nation rage. Amen. These nations, they gather to suppress other nations to plot their downfall to control and manipulate and to disable national and continental advantage. Let me give you a picture. USA, United States of America USA with these allied powers, uh, in particular, part of the European nations, England, Germany, France, suppress other nations. Last week we spoke about the media. The media, much of what we do on the media is what is called propaganda. They are not there for our good. Okay, let me give you an example. Iraq, Saddam Hussein. Saddam Hussein. Why was he killed? George Bush. George Bush. And uh, Tony Blair. Le Tony Blair. Need to be in the Hague. Mm. Yeah, they need to be in jail. Who will do it? Mm. I said, who will do it? They, listen, if your country has got something that is needed, your leaders are going to be destabilized. Okay, let me go to the next one. Libya. Libya. Mami Gaddafi. What did he die for? Because he was fostering for African unity. Amen. So we don't need foreign aid. Mm. Why don't we come together and work? Let's have a season. Let's teach our people. There is no bread. Everybody must plow their little fields. Amen. Until we come out of the gold is ours, the diamond is ours, the platinum is ours. Whatever you can imagine is ours. Except the disease, of course. <laughs> oh, diseases are being used as a weapon of mass destructions. Oh, Jesus came that we may have life and have it abundantly. Jesus was saying, go, get a passport, go and make disciples of all nations. The world has changed. African churches across the world are bigger than the indigenous. 
So if we want to change the world, we want to change how people think, we must be educated, you must go to school, you must be educated, not just a diploma, not a degree, become a doctor, do research, fight a good fight in economy. Become a missionary to those same nations. Don't arrive in America. Don't arrive in the UK or in Europe. And think you have become white, a white man. You will never fit in that society. The anointing. All churches that are big in the world is people of color. We have to change the worldview. Time always runs. People on radio, I hope you forgive me. We have to stop here. But I want to say to all of us, Africa will not change until you change. Nobody is coming to help you. We are going to have a communion for all of our churches that are watching. The viewing centers. Those on radio, if you want to have communion, you can just get a piece of bread and a glass of water. It's fine. I know we will be cut out very soon. You can go on Apostle Vincent's Facebook Live. Facebook you can go to our, to our website. We broadcast website from there. You will be able to find us. You can go to the TV, YouTube TV channel. You'll find us there. Hallelujah. Amen. Every eye closed, every head bowed.